So we have to ask ourselves, you know, why we don't want to do it. And if you if you do want to do it, if you do want to become more successful, if you do want to make more money, there the age thing doesn't exist at all. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and today we have Leslie Kuster with us, who is a woman extraordinaire. Let's call her that. She is the author of a new upcoming book that we're going to talk about, entrepreneur, woman of experience, and just lots of amazing things that talk about women, money, entrepreneurship. Leslie, welcome to the show. So happy to have you. Tell everybody who you are and what you've been doing these last years in business. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dawn. So yeah, my name is Leslie and I'm an entrepreneur, been an entrepreneur for a really long time, like we're talking about 30 years. And there's been a lot of different like businesses that I've had or kinds of products that I've had. And my story really is that, that I want everybody to know about is that I was not a successful entrepreneur for a really long time, like for over 20 years. And there was a time in my life, in my early 50s, actually, that I made a very conscious decision. Uh, it's not good enough. And I'm not really living up to what I knew I could do in my life. Mm. I really felt uh, disappointed in myself and I made a very conscious decision. Enough is enough. And I am going to grow my business and I'm going to get it over the six figure revenue, which it hadn't been for 20 years. Yeah, that's what I did. My business is called Back from Bali and I manufacture women's comfortable bohemian style clothing in Bali, Indonesia, Mm -hmm. manufacture everything there. Uh, And then what we do is we then ship everything into the US market. And I sell primarily on Amazon. So I really am an e-commerce brand. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is really what I do. Yeah. And I, I love, I love your story because I think so many of us can relate to sort of being on this journey. We were just talking before I hit record about kind of our life before and after certain milestones um, and, and mine being kind of the corporate space before and after corporate. And you're kind of just mentioned at this, this 20 year mark, or maybe in your early fifties, you kind of said enough is enough. Was there something that, sort of happened? Or how did you get yourself to that point where you just made the conscious decision that you were going to do something, you know, to push yourself forward? How did you do that? Because I know many of us find that very hard to kind of get over the hump of things. 
It's it's true because for, I mean, first of all, I didn't realize I was even in a hump, and I think it starts with that. It starts with some kind of like really self awareness and just really yeah. looking at yourself. So it be it starts with that because all during those twenty years, you know, I did okay. You know, it's not that I did horribly. I I actually had two businesses running at the same time back from Bali, but selling children's clothes at that at the time. Okay. And I had another business called Girl Power, which was uh, an a after school empowerment program for young girls. So you know, I was you know, let's just call it you know, somewhat successful. I had businesses. Yeah. They they both were kind of profitable. There was not actually anything that happened from the outside. What happened was from the inside of me. Mm. And the inside of me, it was something that had been growing. You know, my my husband, he worked. And, you know, I had dreams of like buying our, our dream house, you know, which we yeah. really didn't really have the money for the kind of house that we wanted to have. And I felt, you know, financially restricted, you know, we, well, you know, we can do that, but we can't do that. And, you know, I, I could buy this, but I can't buy that. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. There, was, there was this growing feeling of, of kind of like a restriction inside yeah. of myself that was feeling more and more uncomfortable. And I started to ask myself the question, why am I waiting for somebody else to give me these things? Like, why do I think my husband's the one who's supposed to do it or my father or, or anyone else in my life? Like, why aren't I doing it? And that question seems, I know maybe appears really obvious, but it just wasn't obvious to me at all. It was like, Oh, you mean I can do it? Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. It never even occurred to me. You know, I grew up, you know, as so many of us listening, I grew up, you know, where, you know, the value of my brothers was to make money and every and all that. And and the value of a of a of a woman was to find a man who made money and right was how I grew up. And yeah, my mom worked. She actually had her own business too, but it was not really expected to perform in any kind of high level at all. That's, that's how I grew up. So therefore that was my mindset. Well, I just started challenging my mindset and my thoughts Mm. and that was how it changed. And that's amazing because I think so many people, whether we consciously or unconsciously know it, we we are kind of in a space where we're waiting for somebody to either give us permission, right, to, to be successful. We're questioning ourselves on whether or not we can actually do this. We have a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of, mm, uh, you know, self-sabotaging behaviors, things like that as well. And I think having um, kind of that epiphany, if for nothing else, to say, hey, let's, let's, you know, take the, <laughs> pull our boots up and let's go kind of thing and and do it ourselves. And so what happened then when you kind of had this transformation, like explain to us a little bit of the the aftermath of, of what came to be once you kind of got your mindset in that space. You know, I realized that I had been lying to myself for a long time. And and I think a lot of us do lie to ourselves about what we believe, basically. So, you know, that belief of, you know, a guy should do it. I, I Why should I do it? That, that was kind of, a, in a way, some kind of lie because my desire was to make more money and to be more successful. 
So when I got honest with myself about what I really, really wanted, uh, which that was one of the biggest keys. And that is actually key number one in my, in my book is, is, is getting clear about what you really, really, really want. Then I started to realize, huh, why isn't it happening? And the first thing I realized is because I was not focused. I literally had two businesses that I was running. Mm -hmm. And I realized that when I focused on one of the business, it started to grow and the other would drop. And when I would then run to the other one and that would grow, the other would drop. And it was a seesaw. And it was a, I really got clear, like, huh, if I want to be more successful, if I want to make more money, then this multitasking, multi-business life needs to stop. And I need choose one of them. So that was the action I took. I made a decision. I was going to drop one of them. I was going to drop girl power and I was going to put all of my energy into back from Bali. And once I made that decision, I literally felt there were angels in the room. I had like chills going up and down my spine. I felt like if anyone was in the room and they would say, what took you so long? And (laughs) Where have you been? been? Why didn't you think of this already? And and that was was my first step was, okay, we're doing it. This is the business I'm going to go for. And we're dropping the other and we're focusing. Yeah. And, you know, I I think um, your book coming out is called um, Seven Keys to Seven Figures, right? And one of the things you mentioned is is getting focused um, and and making sure that you, you know, understand really what you want and then focusing on that. But, you know, a lot of women feel like it might be too late, right? In their life, it might be too late in their business, whether it's age or otherwise. I mean, some of us have been doing this for years and years, right? And and we're getting to a point where, you know, our kids are older and is this what we're doing in life? That kind of thing. Or some of us are really young and have been doing, you know, something on the side or hobbies, things like that. How do you, or, or what recommendations or, or what advice, I guess, do you give women at this point where- they feel like maybe it is just too late in business or life to get started or to make that shift in their mindset. What advice do you have for them? It, it, that's your choice. Yeah. Um, and and really, I, you know, I would say my advice is tough love. I mean, y- you have to decide if you want this or not. And this is something really important. Not everybody does. Like yeah. not every, for many reasons, not everybody does. You need to really decide if this is important to you or isn't important to you. And and if it's not important to you, you then need to really question yourself what's behind that. Like, is that a legitimate feeling that, you know, this really is not important to me or is there fear behind it or imposter mm. syndrome behind it? Or yesterday I was having coffee with a woman I had just recently met. We're in a networking group and she was telling me how she's so scared of success let that's yeah. what she's really nervous about and i asked her why are you why are you nervous because i also was i i had the same ideas inside of me and i asked her why she was nervous and she said because she felt she wouldn't have any more time with her children any longer if she became very successful so we have to ask ourselves you know why we don't want to do it yeah and if you if you do want to do it if you do want to become more successful if you do want to make more money 
there the age thing doesn't exist at all it really doesn't and that's what i really want everyone listening to hear it it changed for me in my early 50s when i made this decision and my business was at five figures um, mm-hmm. under $100,000 a year in revenue and i brought my business up to multiple seven figures now yeah. and the biggest surprise to me because one of my fears was if I become too successful, I won't have any time anymore. Yeah. My biggest surprise to me is that wasn't true. And I have more time or as much time as I I had earlier as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that's an, that's a really great point about, you know, being fearful of certain pieces and, and recognizing maybe why that fear is there or the reason behind why you don't want to do things. And some of the mistakes that people make in thinking that, oh, I'm not going to have enough time with my children. Well, time is relative. You know, you prioritize, you do different things, but it's kind of something that we tell ourselves um, in our head. And so you wrote this book specifically for women, right? To kind of overcome some of these things that we've talked about. Tell me a little bit about it's sort of the motivation of why did you want to write a book specifically? Because that's kind of a turn off of the e-commerce space. So writing a book and then specifically a book about, you know, money and seven figures and things like that. Sort of explain to us why why now was the right time for writing a book and what was sort of the inspiration behind it? You know, when you're running an e-commerce brand, um, you spend a lot of time just behind your computer, kind of between you and, you know, team and you know, your products, basically. Yeah. And um, I have always been like kind of a seeker, you know, personal development has always been really, you know, something important to me. I ran the girl power, I actually had my master's in clinical social work. So there's this strong interest of mine as well to help to teach to inspire. Mm -hmm. And I started to like, think like, how in the world did I even do this? Like, how did I build this business? I don't have any business background at all. I, 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 I design and make women's clothing. I don't even know how to sew. And honestly, I don't even know how to design. Okay. (laughs) How in the world did I do it? And I started to think about it and realized there were certain activities, decisions, actions, interactions, and outer actions that I took. And I, and I've always wanted to, I've actually always wanted to write a book. Yeah. During, you know, the last few years, we we all had a little bit more time at certain times (laughs) of the year. Right. Right. And and I joined a a writing course called book doulas. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah. And, you know, it was one of those like, did you ever want to write a book, you know, and, you know, they help you through the process and do outlines. And that's what I did. And I kept going for it. And the more I wrote and the more I reflected on everything, the more I loved doing it. Like I absolutely loved writing this book. And the purpose of this book is to help and inspire other women entrepreneurs to realize that first of all, it's never too late Mm -hmm. and anybody can do it. You don't have to be even good Um, One of the other keys in the, in the book, keys to success is perseverance. Just keep going. Yeah. Because what happens is 
everybody, all your competition around you is also having setbacks and failures and difficulties. There, Everybody is if you're an entrepreneur. And one of the keys to success is just to keep going and keep going and keep going, even when things get really, really difficult. And, you know, the other message I want to say is it doesn't get easier hmm. either. Yeah. It, it, it's not like you get to a certain point or you get over the seven figures or eight figures or even six figures. And then all of a sudden, everything is so much easier. Yeah. All your problems are gone. <laughs> right. That Actually, sometimes happen. might be a little on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little challenging. And, but it's the perseverance through exactly. it all and yeah. staying in it and continually being like a learner, a ferocious learner yeah. to call, that's what keeps you you going and being successful. So when you think about women who, um, you know, you've, you've experienced or you're in different networking groups with other women or other entrepreneurs, and, and you have these conversations around, you know, what's keeping women from being successful, what do you find? And maybe this is a bit in the book, so we'll, we'll drop a bit of a teaser, but what are some of the things that you find to be kind of common threads as to reasons why people are not successful or they can't take that next step? What, what do you find to be kind of the common thread amongst women, particularly? It's actually, I really think it's a epidemic among women and girls mm. and having um, the girl power that I did, the, the running of the, of the, of the groups, the, the girls were between seven and 13 years old. Mm -hmm. One of our topics always was, you know, body image or, you know, how you think about yourself, things like that. So I would have these girls, you know, write, you know, five things that they think about themselves. Okay. So, mm -hmm. And what shocked me really shocked me at, I would say it would start at about age nine was things like this. Nobody likes me. Mm. I'm not good enough. I don't have any friends. I'm not pretty. All right. All right. This is nine year olds. So now let's go to 29 year olds and 39 year olds and 49 year olds and 59 year olds. Yeah. Nobody likes me. I'm not good enough. I'm not attractive enough. You know, I'm a loser, whatever. It's the same thing. Yeah. So you ask, what is it, you know, why, why this is happening with women? It's happening with women at a really, really young age. Yeah. Uh, and this is, um, this is sad, right? This yeah. is, and this is from culture. This is from our upbringing. This is from, you know, what we're how the way we teach girls, the way we, yeah. and therefore women. And it's, it's it's the challenge that women have that men don't quite have this challenge, right? It's a lot of that self-talk, right? A, a lot of the behind closed doors, what do you say to yourself sort of thing. And I think um, I heard somewhere somebody said, the things that you say to yourself, you would never say to your friend. You would never say those things to your sister or to your mother or to why do you say those things to yourself or why do you think that about yourself versus others? And I think it's such a conditioned you know, sort of mindset that we have, like you said, even from a very, very early age, which really has created a lot of roadblocks for us in a lot of different ways. But when you think about being an entrepreneur specifically, there isn't a lot of structure as far as 
people telling you what to do or how to do it. I mean, you can read and you can, you know, do all of the, the online courses and different things like that. But a lot of it is drive, right? A lot of it is your ability to continue to move forward, like you said. And if you've got that self-talk, it's, it's very hard to kind of break through some of those barriers. When you, when you wrote this book, you were doing it for women, obviously to, to help them in this case. So You've seen this happen at a very early age. What are some successes that you have seen that have helped people kind of get over some of that self-talk or that mindset that that gets them to the other side? What what if I mean we talked a little bit about the drive and a little bit about that um, sort of perseverance, but are there specific steps or actions that people have taken that you've seen like those are the people that are going to be successful? Those are the women that are going to do more. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, a great question. I'm a huge believer in manifestation and using uh, the power yeah. of manifestation. Um, and the reason why I'm a great believer in it is because I know it works. Yeah. Um, we we our thoughts and our negative thinking, you know, the negative self-talk that we're talking about is is gonna be there. It's just there, all right? And what we need to do is develop like literally skills of how to manage it because it's never gonna completely go away. You, no matter where you are in your life, you're making millions or whatever, you're gonna have something. She did better, the, you know, yeah. still, you know, my brother still makes more money. It's whatever right. it is, right. there's always gonna be something. And so we have to understand that this negative self-thought taught talk, sorry, is always going to be present okay um but we need another set of skills to manage this to bring our energy up mm. to a higher level yeah and this is really important because you're never going to be able to combat this negative self-talk with other self-talk you're not going to be able to say you know i'm successful i'm successful i'm successful yes, it, right. it's not going to work on that level so what i mean by that is we need to understand that there are higher powers okay there are you have a spiritual self you could call it whatever you want to nature to god to whatever you want to talk about but there is a part of you that is untouched by this negative self-talk. There's another part of you. And that part of you is the part that feels peace and joy and happiness and pleasure and all of that positive stuff. Mm -hmm. And we need to like elevate our energy so that we feel that positive feeling every day in our life as well. And yeah. when we connect with that, when we have skills to do that, for example, meditation, or taking daily walks or going and hugging a tree or you're walking on the beach or having a cup of tea by yourself in your favorite cup or whatever these little things are that bring you to a higher frequency, actually, yeah. Yeah. then you can handle the other stuff as well. Yeah. I truly believe in, in manifestation. I, I have done it, seen it and lived it firsthand in, in my own life. And I do think it works differently for different people and how you do it and what you have to do. But I think there is something about that higher frequency. Um, I think there is something about, um, yeah, higher power, whatever you want to call it. And, and a spiritual self that just kind of is, yeah, untouched, like you said, and you've just got to be able to tap into that. And those are hard. I mean, it's hard, right? It does take work, at least in my experience. It takes a, a 
an effort to kind of go into the space with yourself and to be able to really center and find it and and be able to do those things. Do you have any recommendations for people who maybe are just getting started in the space or who don't really know what they're, you know, what we're talking about when we talk about manifesting, you know, how how do I know what to do? And I, when I think about this. Yeah, I do actually. So take out uh, your computer or a piece of paper. I I love journals. I've been, I have probably 25 or maybe 50 from the time I was 17. <laughs> you do? Yeah. I have lots of journals. Yeah. Lots of, take out your journal, a piece of paper, your computer, and write down, you know, really think about what you really, really write, want, and write down what those things are. You know, like write down maybe six to 10 of them. Okay. Or if you can't think of six, you know, three, you know, just have at least three, write them down. And write them in the way that it has happened already, or it is happening already, okay? Mm -hmm. And keep that list next to your bed or in your wallet or anywhere where you're going to have access to it on your computer all the time. Mm -hmm. And look at it, read it, memorize it, okay? What you're doing is the same thing as what advertising is doing to us, okay? Advertising brainwashes us to buy it. And why? Because we're seeing it over and over and over and over and over. And even though you didn't want that red dress when you first saw it, because you saw it now 7, 15, 20 times, you're want it. You're starting to go, oh, that must be a great dress. I see it everywhere. Do you see? And then we go buy the dress. That's what you want to do with your positive thoughts as well. You want to brainwash yourself. And the way to do it is to write them down, read them, memorize them. And I bring them into meditation. So Mm -hmm. I know what they are. And so when I'm meditating or breathing or walking on the beach or something like that, I then say them to myself. And that's the way to start to bring manifestation into your life. Um, And I challenge everybody listening to this to do this because it it actually works. (laughs) It does. And it's an easy first step, right? And and it doesn't feel hard to do, to write things down because all of us have these things that we are striving for, want to achieve and looking for. And so writing them down. And I think one of the things you said about having them you know, in a place that's easily accessible that you can see all of the time, putting it on your computer, putting it in your phone, making it your screensaver, whatever it is that you, you, you know, however you work, but having it there to remind you consistently of the, these are the things that are happening or will be happening and, and having it very positive in that way. I love that. So as we start to wrap up here, this book now is going to be released. Well, it depends on when you're listening, but in a couple of weeks, maybe from, from today anyway, who is this book really designed for? So if I'm thinking about it, 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 is it for anybody who's in business? Is it for a specific type of person? Tell me a little bit about who the book is designed for specifically. It's specifically for a woman who already has a business and Mm -hmm. is just has not gotten over that $100,000 mark in revenue or has not really gotten to the place where she feels successful at all, or she doesn't have enough money or enough freedom in her life. That's who this book is for. Um, It would obviously help 
any woman reading it who's considering maybe leaving her job and, and becoming an entrepreneur, it would be super helpful to any woman who is considering that too. But it's really specifically for the frustrated woman entrepreneur who is like, God, man, I just can't, I just can't do it. And I'm so tired of this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what more to do. That's okay. who this book is for. Perfect. And it's called seven keys to seven figures. And we'll have the link here in the show notes and all of the information, but Leslie, this has been an amazing conversation. And I think so relatable for so many people, and I'm excited to read your book and to have others read it because I think it truly will help all of us kind of get over that hump, right. That, that maybe many are stuck in. So if people want to check you out or they want to find out more about you or your business or your book, where do they need to go? Yeah, I mean, for a limited time, you know, over the next, um, I don't know when this is coming out, but let's just say for a limited time. And so yeah. definitely go check it out. Go to this website and, and I'm sure Don, you'll post it, but yes. it's seven keys to seven figures book.com. And the reason to go there is to, when you buy the book there, I give you bonuses. I'm going to be giving you a module from my course on action taking, and you're going to be getting a manifestation video too on exactly how to do the manifestation that we spoke about. Um, and also you have a chance to win a free coaching session with me. So definitely go there, seven keys to seven figures book.com. And just to check me out in general, my website is the best place, which is lesliecooster.com. Awesome. Well, we will have all of the links in the show notes for everyone, but definitely go check out this book and amazing bonuses that will be happening for a limited time. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a really amazing conversation and I know people will find this very, very helpful. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you everybody. All the best. Awesome. Thank you for listening everyone. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.